What's good, family? What's good? So we're going to jump into this, all right? And I apologize for the noise because I am at work. But this is take four, take four or five. And we're talking about the lost sheep. So ask yourself this question. What does it mean when a person believes in Jesus? What does that mean to you? Because in the story, it talks about how most of the Pharisees had a problem with Jesus because he ate with the sinners and allowed them to follow him. Now, before I read the rest of that, to me, that sounds like a hater. Why are you worried about the people that I'm eating with? If I'm a good person and I want to surround myself with good people, if I just surround myself with good people, that won't make me any better of a person. But if I surround myself with people that are sinners, people that do no good, people that are do wrongdoings, people that are for the streets, so that we say, or people that's just not even perfect, people that's going through things, and I help them become better, that is what makes me a good person. It don't make me a good person to hang around good people. I ain't helping nobody else in this world be good. Nobody at all. I'm not bettering myself. I'm not even learning. I'm just teaching them how to be as good as I am. But even then, we're still at the same level. We're not growing. So it's best to take somebody that doesn't know any better, that's going through something and teach them up. Just like a teacher. A teacher is not going to focus on the students that already knows what they're doing. They're going to look at the students that are struggling and teach them how to do the job. All right. So let's keep reading. Jesus told them this parable to help them understand. Jesus says, if one of you has 100 sheep, and even if one is lost, just one, will you not leave the rest and go look for the lost sheep? When you find it, you are very happy and tell everyone that you found your lost sheep. You will call your friends and celebrate. In the same way, when a sinner repents, there's a lot of rejoicing in heaven. So let's back up a little bit and dissect that. You can have 100 sheep. Or for example, let's say you're running a daycare. And, or you have a classroom, or better yet, it's a football team, a basketball team, and one of your athletes, one of your students, one of your kids is missing. You're going to make sure all your other kids is in one place safe, and you're going to go and look for that other kid. I'm going to look for that lost child. Why would I focus on the good kids and then not even pay attention to the kids that I've lost? Why would I not pay attention to those lost souls? Paying attention to the good souls and leaving out the lost souls does not make you a good person. If anything, it makes you a bad person. And that's what a lot of people didn't understand is because they wanted to be great. They wanted to be like Jesus, but they struggled to be like Jesus because they struggled reaching down and helping other people. They struggled looking back and grabbing somebody's hand. They struggled seeing somebody go through something and then going to help them. We focus on ourselves so much that we don't even want to focus on anything else in the world. We don't want to focus on anything negative. We don't want to focus on anybody that's struggling because we're so used to helping ourselves. It's all about me, 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 and not about other people. But when are you going to become selfless? You got to become selfless at some point and learn to reach out to those in need and help them out. And that's what Jesus did. And that's why a lot of people hate it because it's like, how can you go and call yourself the savior and call yourself this great person, but yet you're going and helping out a prostitute get her life together? Or you're going to go help a sinner who just stabbed somebody in the back get their self together? Or you taking people that cut off people's ears and uses them as a disciple to you? You took somebody that was a betrayed, that betrayed you. You took Judas and he was a, he was a disciple. Is your discernment no good and Jesus is like that's not the point the point is you can take anybody and try to make them great Judas knew the mistake that he made after he did it he knew that he was in the wrong Jesus didn't have to go and tell them and that's our problem we're afraid to take people that do wrong and bring them to our lives because we're afraid of that that feeling that they're going to do us wrong 
and that they won't see no flaw. That's why you got to have discernment. Jesus knew what the outcome was going to be. Jesus knew before it even happened. But see, with us, we don't even want to place ourselves in situations to help anybody because we're so stuck on ourselves. But we got to learn to become selfless, y'all. We got to learn to be more like Jesus. Jesus didn't just sit at the table and eat with the rich people. He didn't sit at the table and eat with the people that had money. Jesus was going everywhere. He was going everywhere. Look at the story when Jesus went to go see his homeboys. They were also prophets. And the prostitute walked in and started kissing his feet. Loving on his feet, crying her tears, drying his feet off with her hair, and then spraying perfume on it. They thought he was crazy because he let her do it. But Jesus looked at him and said, when I walked into y'all's house, y'all didn't even offer me water and y'all supposed to be my homeboys. Y'all didn't offer me nothing to eat. I've been wearing these sandals all day walking on this dirt and nobody offered to wash my feet off. I didn't say I wanted my feet washed off, but this girl right here, because I'm the savior and she wanted her sins forgiven, she came and kissed my dirty feet, washed them off with her tears and dried them off with her hair, then sprayed perfume so they would smell good. That's extreme, but she did that for me. And y'all couldn't even offer me no water. And see, we don't even think about things like that. We only think about the big picture. Oh, I was invited to this nice dinner and they show no type of hospitality. But then you go to the hole in the walls and they give you the napkin, they give you the clean silverware, they give you the place and they're so polite. They give you that nice Southern hospitality that you want. But then when you go up and you do these nice things with these nice people, so you say, it don't go the way you want it to go. And they're leaving out things. It be the people that's down in the rocks and struggling that be the nicest people. But we don't see that because we're so stuck on everything else. But when are you going to allow yourself to come off that high horse and help other people get to where you are in life. And I understand that people backstab you, but people backstab Jesus, but that didn't stop him from preaching the gospel. And it sure as heck didn't stop him from being who he is. So I say all of that to say, whatever it is that you're going through in your life and however hard it is, don't ever feel like you're too good to reach back and help nobody. Because even in the story, it talks about how Jesus went back to find that lost sheep. So don't leave the sheep stranded even if it's the baby sheep and nobody's gonna care about it. Even if it's that one life that's like, oh, nobody know them, it's not that big of a deal. But that's on your conscience. That's somebody's child. That's somebody's brother, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's mother, their father, whatever the situation is, whatever relation somebody has to that person, that's that person to somebody. And now you done left them in the gutters because you didn't even care about their life. We gotta be better than that, y'all. But the moral of the story is, Jesus came to save those who are lost and will never give up on you. Y'all, let me give you an example of something because that just touched me. I watched that new Marvel movie, Eternals. And in the movie Eternals, I cannot remember the, uh, the girl's name. And that's okay because I ain't going to spoil it for y'all and tell you which character it was. But long story short, she had a heart for the people of the world. And the big God that they worshipped and stuff that they were doing everything for, he didn't understand. He said, I sent you here to fight off these deviants so they can destroy the world and then we move on to the next step. But they fell in love with the people of the world. They fell in love with their wrongdoing. They fell in love because there was people in this world that had a heart. There was people in this world that wanted to try. There was people in this world that may never be able to have that sense of power that they had, but they fell in love with them because they had some type of hope. There was more to this world than the flashing lights and the money that we see. There's more to the world than the big houses and the expensive cars. But it's people's lives that you're dealing with and things like that are so delicate. But we fail to understand that because we're so stuck in the moment.
that we don't look around us to see the things that are going wrong. That old saying, see something, say something in the black community, if it ain't got nothing to do with me, I'm gonna keep on walking. Somebody is dying over there. There's a noise happening over there and you're not even gonna go to figure out what it is. And I feel it. I'm still working on that myself. I ain't about to go there and I hear some noise going on behind a truck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But somebody's about to lose their life. Somebody's about to lose their life and you're not even gonna go there to figure out what it is. But sometimes you gotta walk back there to figure out if they're good. Hey, you good? Somebody's holding you hostage? You need my help. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you out of this situation because if it was me, I would want somebody to help me out of it. But we don't be in that mindset. We only care about ourselves. So we got to learn to cut that mentality out and learn to care about other people. We got to learn to show love to others. We got to learn to be real. We got to learn to be authentic. We go around hollering how real we are and a hundred this, a hundred that. But are you really real? If you were real, why are people in your circle struggling? Why are people around you struggling? You're not doing anything to help them out. You're so quick to talk about people and to judge them instead of going out to find that lost sheep in order to find out where that lost soul is and help them get back to Jesus and help them get back to the money. A real boss, a great manager, helps other people take his job. But we don't want to do that because we don't want nobody to take what we have. We don't want nobody to steal our job, but guess what? Even at my job, I was a great manager because I taught other people how to do my job because that would help me move up. And it wasn't even just about me, but it was about the simple fact, I'm gonna let you get my job so I can move up and I can bring you with me so we can all grow. But we're all never gonna grow if we stay stuck on the same things. We got to do better, y'all. So it doesn't matter how many sheep you have or how many sheep you know, you gotta be willing to find that lost sheep, all right? But that's all I got, y'all. Find the law sheep. I'm done. Hold on a minute. Let me back up a little bit because I want to answer the question. What does it mean to believe in Jesus? To me, what it means to believe in Jesus is that nobody gets left behind. It doesn't matter what the situation is, but nobody gets left behind. Just like in the school systems here in North Carolina, they have that law that they pass where no child gets left behind. So they're constantly trying to push all kids to become great and that everybody deserves an opportunity. Even in the will of God, people deserve an opportunity. Even when it comes to religion, people deserve an opportunity. Even when it comes to the jobs, people deserve an opportunity. Whatever the situation is, any and everybody deserves an opportunity to be great. Everybody deserves an opportunity to try. Everybody deserves a chance at greatness. And nobody will get a chance at greatness if we're so stuck on ourselves and not willing to look back and find that lost sheep. All of this other sheep that follows you, they're going to be good because they followed you. They're not going nowhere. But that sheep that got lost, they're lost. They're never going to be able to find you because they're lost. They don't know where to look. They don't know where to go. They are lost. Come on, y'all know the definition of the word lost? So why, why leave people lost? Why leave people struggling to find you when you can literally go and find them? The flock's not going nowhere. They're going to be all right. If all the students are in the classroom, you can go and look for that kid that's lost. If all of the kids are at the daycare on the playground, you can go and look for that child that's lost. Don't leave people struggling and think it's just one life because that one life matters because Judgment Day is going to come. And when Judgment Day comes and God looks at the palm of your hands, and all you see is blood, you're like, God, I don't understand. I did everything you asked, but there was a soul that you never went back for. There was a life that you should have went back for. I would have done it and you didn't. And because you can't go 
and save people's lives, I can't even let you into my kingdom. Can you imagine him saying something to you like that? I don't even want him to say something, if that's even something he'd say. I want him to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant, and I go on about my day. I made a post today how I try to be so nice and sometimes it blows up in my face. And even in situations like that, I remind myself, y'all, I don't even have it in me to be mean anymore. Sometimes he was like, dang, you should have cussed him out, Des. Actually, you know what? I really should have, but I don't have it in me to do that no more. It's just not in me. Why do that? They don't even know no better. But I know better. I can pray for them and keep moving. And sometimes it does hurt when I know that I'm human and I can literally go back and get them. But then why go and get them for God to get me back? I got to find that lost soul. I got to work with them. Even though you did me wrong, there's going to come a point in time where you're going to need me. And when you do need me, I'm going to help you. And that's that satisfaction right there for me. And I guess that's a little guilty pleasure that I have as a simple fact that you're going to need me more than I'll ever need you. But I'm going to help you because God's got me to this point where I'm able to do that. So find that lost sheep. Don't be out here letting people struggle, y'all. We're better than that. Everybody deserves a chance at greatness. Everybody deserves an opportunity to be great. Don't let nobody fall behind. We're better than that. You wouldn't want nobody to do that. Do you treat others the way you want to be treated? And even if you don't get treated the same, it's not about you. It's about God. It's about love. It's about showing love. It's about being loving people. It's about being real and authentic. And if you're going to be real and authentic, you got to lead by example. But that's all I got, y'all. I'm out. I'm out this time. I promise I'm done.